What can I do about conditioning? Valuable opposite logic. Dear MC, conditioning is an incredible force, and the counter-conditioning perspective is so amazingly valuable. But, it's a constant challenge to deal with old imprints. I see this as a long-term boon. As a necessity from the universal perspective. Not only does it force us to be perpetually vigilant but it also causes us to be aware of personal programming. How it works, and how powerful it is. This prevents us from simply replacing one system of being with another. An even greater danger as we may believe our own conditioning we have implemented as a final self. A grave danger. To me the value of the constant awareness of our old ways is invaluable towards what I regard as a potent goal, that of deliberate living. Deliberately being conscious and aware all the time. A way of being which allows for maximum living. Another benefit of previous beliefs coming back is the reminder of our former selves, keeping us connected to the worlds of others. Allowing us to maintain perspectives and understandings of them. This I see as vital in for functioning in the world, enabling compassion and an insight which can easily be lost without that constant reminder of all the variations of being. We have to start at zero when it comes to awareness, but that's sometimes easily forgotten. Resetting Goals and Motivations Conditioning and intent are intimately connected via motivations and goals. Unhooking also entails disconnecting from the inadvertent intents generated by societal programming. And to tie it all together, for me, deliberate conscious living is intimately connected to undoing our reactive mechanisms. Most of our lives involve reaction, if not all of it. Once we are able to not automatically react to anything, but select from a wide range of choices, and then make a decision from those, we are on the path to true freedom. This connects to that ever-present but critically important vital piece of these interconnected mechanisms of living which are anomalies. If we're going to unhook from convention, unhook from the goals and motivations generated by convention, unhook from reacting, unhook from unconscious and subconscious living, we have to shift to choice. But choice is problematic. What to choose? Once we truly start to consider the question of, what is best for us? In the context of the largest possible context that it can apply in, we realize we cannot possibly know for certain. We simply have to acknowledge that we don't have access to all the information needed to make such a decision. So what do we do once we are aware that whatever decisions we make, they are likely to be flawed? We have to look at information coming from outside of ourselves, and that information is for me via anomalies. Selective filtering. Anomalies. That which does not fit, what's odd and different, what's not easily explained. That which grabs our attention in amongst all the noise and clutter of regular life. We can think of anomalies as highlighted points of attention. They are simply oddities which our subconscious has not filtered out. In our daily lives we ignore or filter a tremendous amount of information. But our subconsciouses can feature that which is meaningful, relevant and pertinent to us in some way. We just have to notice, and also understand the particular language of anomalies, how they work. Always what's isolated in these ways is what's in some way connected to what's important to us, what matters, what's of issue in some way, what we really want to know deep down but are stuck on. The other part to understand is anomalies are symbolic. What's been curated by the subconscious is that which symbolically, according to our own personal interpretations, has all we need to resolve that inner conundrum question or problem. The other aspect of this we need to be aware of is that these communications from ourself to ourself are always pertinent and relevant in the now, and they are intimately personal. Very much like dreams are. 
Whatever meaning there is to be extracted, it's according to what things mean to us personally, not some formula, or template. Sometimes our symbolic meanings may overlap with common meanings, but we have to be careful, so often we have additional understandings attached. The key point is to understand that if we pay attention, and connect to these oddities, seeing them as communications from our deepest self, a sensible self, we have access to perspectives and input which is outside of the normal, not part of what we usually have access to, and it's almost always phenomenally helpful. Alternative Options Living by taking anomalies into cognizance changes everything. It removes the dependence on conditioning. It removes the reliance on assumption. But more importantly, it clears intent. All of the old intents have to fall away, as the focus of being is now centered on anomalies, and through them the connection to the greater flow of the universe. That connection is everything, it's what allows us to be maximally appropriate at all times and in all contexts. And through that appropriateness we are at max, everything is perfect for what we need. As we align our intent to wanting what we need, then of course it becomes magical in its excellence. But initially as we start to focus on anomalies, on what they are, on how to respond to them, on what to make of them, how to deal with them, how to recognize them, our old intents have to fall away. This reduction of old intents has a profound effect. It morphs into having an overriding intent for appropriateness. This simple seeming intent has profound consequences, it also allows us to monitor and observe all the intents which are still with us. As we do that we become aware of them and can unhook. The more we unhook from the myriad intents which are in play as a result of conditioning, the stronger and more dominant the remaining intents become. This allows us to see the connection between intent and their manifestations, and between intent and the anomalies. The anomalies are directly connected to our intent, particularly to the overriding intents we have, such as awareness growth. Such intents cover many other intents which may seem of primary concern, such as safety for instance. Being more aware is the best way of being safer. Becoming aware of these meta-intents allows us to see that connection between intent, manifestation and anomalies. It clears up what is mysterious and seemingly irrational and illogical. In this context and from this perspective it all makes sense, always. This all connects to the time perspective. Time is complicated. It doesn't really exist and yet we experience it. It all happens in an instant. We are the ones who through acts of will or intent are forcing time to be perceived. We do this to experience this reality we know. We do this to fulfill the task at hand, that of awareness enhancing, of becoming conscious of ourselves, our larger selves. Becoming fully aware of the entirety of ourselves which is able to manipulate time, space and energy. Temporary Belief I am not fully elaborating and substantiating these perspectives as not only would that take a long time but I don't believe it matters ultimately. These perspectives can simply be adopted temporarily. They can be used as a lever, allowing us to gain perspective on what is happening. Convenient in that it allows us to view much from at least a tentative working theory which enables a place from which to observe, assess, modify, and change this theory as needed. Placing all this in the context of ourself as it relates to consciousness and awareness is helpful. One part of us, it seems already knows it all, but it's not conscious of this knowing. The conscious part is trying to become aware of that huge side which does know it all. There's the underlying intent to consciousness and full awareness. And there's also the underlying understanding of how awareness itself works. So the subconscious can only give hints, suggestions, tips, aids, reminders, clues 
etc. that would help and aid awareness in its task of growing itself. Since time is a construct of the conscious self, and not an actuality, there's the possibility of connecting to future possibilities. But of course knowing the future would defeat the objective of growing awareness, but it can be accessed in the context of appropriateness. Not of knowing the future, but of getting onto the most appropriate path. This is what the anomalies are, help in preventing us from going down dead ends, help in optimizing the awareness-enhancing process by getting us on the best possible path for this. The anomalies are the impossible-seeming connections to that which doesn't fit into our current cognition of time and space. The world is indeed changing, and changing fast. For the first time in history ideas are freely available all over the world. The nature of ideas is such that bad ones die and the good ones survive when they are free to compete. That's happening now. It's hard to hang on to narrow and limited ideas the way it was before. We come into contact with competing and opposing ideas inadvertently whether we want to or not. The challenge is to continually stretch the boundaries of our cognition and perspectives in order to create the world we wish to evolve into. Biela. Hashtag counterconditioning hashtag conditioning hashtag goals hashtag motivations hashtag deliberate living hashtag alternative options hashtag anomalies hashtag intent hashtag temporary belief hashtag awareness hashtag appropriateness.